Fuck me. <laughs> I'm excited for this one. <laughs> you drew a picture of my morning, but you couldn't make my day. I'm rocking and you're yawning, but you never look my way. I'm licking down your darling in every single way. Hey, your funny flow is foreign and your green card's on the way. This ain't got shit to do with shampoo, but watch your head and shoulders. Brother old are bold enough to fold you. Yo, I told you, arrayed afraid of what I made. <laughs> Playing plus, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> So, so save your flips and tricks. Put that. Nah, not doing it. Kill that. <laughs> Hip hop parade. Hip hop parade. Oh. <laughs> hey ho! Oh. Uh, well, you had a good crack. I can't anyway. do it. I, I was going to just do the hip hop parade. Oh, eh? uh, well, there you go. I didn't rehearse enough. There it is. There it is. That was it's... the song, and I've never heard it before. So please, you never heard it before. No, I can't yeah, say I, I ever knew it. So, oh man, I don't know how I thought I was going to get straight through. Takes it. me straight back to uh, Dawson's hot gossip. There you go. There you go. Geez, it would have been a bloody hands waving. Would have been a crazy night for this bloke to go stumbling himself into hot gossip at that stage <laughs> when you were hanging out there. Not saying it didn't happen. Uh, well, could have. The red snakeskin pointy boots might have been a feature at hot mm. gossip. Could have been. I was way too old to be there. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, God. That's the one I'm not going. I don't want to hear that back. Are you ever. down with OPP? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's funny. Here we are. I'm snorting and all. Welcome to episode 20. 20, that's 20 episodes. 20 episodes. It's crazy. And, and it's funny to actually probably nail the song on the 20th episode, but there might have been some hints and some clues that tipped me off. Well, I have to give you something. Yeah, well. I mean, I had threatened to just recite my own poetry. Well, you can do that. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Now, last time I did stuff up on the calendar, but I'm th- pretty sure I've got this one right. Yep. This will be coming out on St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. To be sure. To be sure, to be sure. According to the calendar, 17th, we're coming to you on St. Patrick's Day. So happy Paddy's Day, all our uh, Irish brothers, That's sisters. It. Yeah, big shout out to Chris Kelly. Kelly, <laughs> yeah. Well, my, uh, I'm sort of half half from the Mooney clan, so they're all, yep. they're all Irish. So there's uh, Irish yeah. blood in, blood in us here. So anyway, there yep. we go. Um, what have we got on the list? General business. Not much really to talk about, is there? No, I've got that many notes about this uh, Australian street riding magazine, mm. but I don't seem to have notes around general business. Yeah, there's nothing much to report. Car updates are pretty. Standard, really. Yeah. Nothing really to report. Happy to give an event update, I suppose. On um, yeah, went down to the show cars, Melbourne Group show, Mooney Valley. Amazing cars. Mm. Definitely one we need to get back to. Yeah, so we'll get down to that one. Get talking to brother Jamie about that. And um, I guess we talking about our space time continuum. We would have been to the Beaufort show. It was amazing. I have no doubt. <laughs> it may or may not have been wet. We don't. We don't know yet. We may have got more excited than we were anticipating. That <laughs> will have to remain to be seen. Anyway, we'll, yeah. uh, we will report to that after the event, so they will have some more to feedback <laughs> after in next month's podcast. But anyway, old news. Um, so yeah, Australian Street Rotting number three eighty one, which is the March twenty twenty two issue. So um, I don't think, like cruising, I don't think I've ever bought Australian Street Rotting, so... Yeah, no, that's an interesting opener for you because it's been a while since I have actually bought the current mag and especially to 
sit down and break it down with a bit of our criteria and give it the deeper look? Well, look, I said to you sort of during the week, I um, I didn't really stick to the criteria because it, it's it's just it's strange sort of reading a different magazine. The content's completely different, and, and you know, there's just yeah, everything's different. So yeah. I just went through and uh, oh, I picked picked a car, my favourite car, and and I just picked some some stuff out of it um, that that I like. So I've pretty much got a whole page full of just honourable mentions. <laughs> yeah, well, you reckon, I've got three pages of notes. Three pages? Jeez, we um, might be here a while. I kind of found a top car in amongst it. I found a best build in amongst it. Yep. Um, but, yeah, you know, I looked down the list of page numbers and it's virtually nearly every page has got some kind of weird mention. So, um, yeah, I just they've covered like three or four sort of events. So I just went through and... I just went through those events and picked, you know, picked what I liked out of those events. So yep. anyway, there's no there's no set way well, of doing things. So let's kick uh, off with um, top you, car, mate. You, you want to tell mate. me whether we jinxed on top car? Because I went for uh, page twenty two, the fifty six F one hundred of Jeff. And I Heather had a Brown. funny feeling you might have done, might have picked that. You thought you could see me going for that? Mm. No, big fan of the takes on that car. I'm going to try and get me notes in order. Give us a moment. But just where, um, yeah, it's got some retro styling as well as some modern upgrades. And I think it just seems to work. But um, the Red Emperor. Yeah, no, I, I sort of I th- I had you down for that one. I picked the cover car because I reckon that's a that's a cool thing. Yeah, it's hard, going, going hard, back to the Ute. Hard to go so. against a 36 coupe. But, um, yeah, just I suppose the custom tweaks as well as the modern touches on that. Nine year build of mm. Jeff and Heather Brown. Um, the fact that it's run the 290 Boss, but also that it's running 15 inch wheels, I was a bit of a fan of. And he had a lot to do with the creation of that dash and console. Yep. Um, but yeah. It's like he's got the whole Falcon sort of dash and, you know, in, info, infotainment, they call it infotainment system in there as well. Yeah. And it just sort of felt like a bit of a conflict of styles, but I still found that it's incredibly cool. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things. Look, I don't particularly like what he's done with the front of it, but it's not my car, so um, I'm sure there's other people that like it. Yep. But um, definitely, definitely a cool build. And I, I've always been a fan of the old stuff with, you know, new tech and new engines and and that sort of stuff in it. I reckon it's a winning combo and sort of future proofs them a bit and makes it a bit more reliable and um, probably a lot more people doing it now as far as LSs and and that sort of stuff, but it's it's good to see. Like that's I think that's just the uh, the XR8 motor. I yeah, think. just the XR8, the Boss B- 290. Uh, but BF, I think BF XR8 or something like that. I think the Boss 290 was. Yeah, yeah, but so, yeah, and, no, it's very nicely done. And I feel like I probably I might have shunned that for its interior and stuff. You know, even going back three or four years, you know, myself. But I just yeah, I don't know, really enjoy it. The, it's yeah, it's it's got a, it's got front. a custom element. It's got Street machine element, element, and it's sort of got you know that um, high end element in the inside. It's a bit yeah. of a mix of everything, isn't it? And he's come out of it owing him ninety k, so there you go. It's probably not bad. No, and definitely, yeah, just a cool thing. So that was me on top car. Yeah, well, mine's yeah, page forty six, the thirty six three window. Um, it's sort of one of those cars, that, you know, classic shape. Yep. Hard to go past. Yeah, and, no. Uh, I know so the guys at um, Backyard Builds, uh, Zach's 
had a video up the other day. He's got a old shell that he's virtually made from a uh, well a four door into. He's making it into a five. He had a five window. Sorry, he's making it into a three window. So yeah, uh, they had a little video on that. And that apparently that's his dream car. So, um, but yeah, the good looking car. Yeah, no, they're definitely. And, um, so it's hard to ruin a thirty six Ford. Well, it's one of those cars where you can't really ruin it, isn't it? Yeah. And just that side profile, just nothing over fancy on the wheels, just the chrome smoothies. I reckon it's a, yeah. it's a nice looking car. Yeah. No. And red with the light interior again, with that same as that uh, truck. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Killer combo. Just a just a nice nice build. Yeah. I reckon you can sit in those seats probably for a few hours by mm. the look of the adjustments on them. Yep. No, I um, <clears throat> really like that one. Yeah, no, happy with that. Did you break it down specifically to cars that were getting built? Did you have a best of the build? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. There sort of seemed to be too much going on in the, bi- <laughs> in yeah, the yeah. build thing. So I sort of skipped the build thing. I just, like I said, I just went through honourable mentions. Um I will put down that I did have a little mention here about the uh, the article on the model. Yep. The building the model. Yeah, um, scale rotting. Scale rotting on page 18. Uh, that just brought back some memories. Like I used to buy a, buy a model with sort of Christmas money every year. Yep. Usually the hot rod ones. Used to be able to get them from Kmart. Yeah. Um, I did plenty of models. I used to really enjoy the models. Yeah, and I think we've spoken about it before too, but a lot of people who build cars still build models now. Mm. Mm. You know, guys that are tinkering in their sh- tooling in their sheds have got a little model room in the buddy, you know, whether yeah. it's the den and a little space set up in the house. Yeah, I thought, yeah, sort of something I wouldn't mind getting back into at some stage when life settles down and you have a bit of time. They do take a bit of time. I remember I'd... Just have stuff everywhere for a good couple of weeks, putting it together. Yeah, like to, well, we could all probably train ourselves to towards a bit better, more patience. I used to, you know, you know the the few that I did, I'd sort of you'd make them to what they look like on the cover, and then I started getting a bit adventurous. So I think the last one I did, I reckon I could have even been seventeen, eighteen. Yep. Um, it was a fifty-seven two-door. I think it was meant to be red or something, but I <laughs> got a couple of spray cans and painted it. Silver and then I faded black into the silver and actually came up really. It came up really well. Yeah, <laughs> I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, it's probably yeah. the best one I built. But, yeah, very cool. Um, did a couple of uh, the Days of Thunder ones. Yep, yep. Uh, NASCARs are Days of Thunder. They were always good to do. Um, but yeah, no. That were you a fan of the movie? Yeah, loved it. Oh man, I couldn't do it. Couldn't you? Oh. Nah, we were drunk in a in a theater in Geelong, me and the boys, <laughs> and we just thought it was the biggest piece of crap we'd ever nah, sat down to watch. I loved it. And yeah, Brent Doherty, shout out to Brent. He went and sat away from us. He couldn't hang out with us. Yeah. We maybe you need to rewatch it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a big fan of Days of Thunder. It's up there as one of my favourite car movies. Yeah, well, let's go through. I don't know. You I'll, can go first, mate. Yeah, well, on um, page four, I found a bit of an announcement that I was reading and I was a bit excited because uh, Speed Week was coming along. Lake Gardner. Oh, yeah. The DLRA Speed Week event. But. Uh, have confirmed with Clarky too that that's not going ahead because it's underwater. Ah. Um, did a little bit of research last night around it, so, yeah, can't announce a date just yet on that one. There you go. Um, and also noted too on those pages that um, we had a new new date for Chopped. Um, I did see that too. Where did I see that? I thought that was, yeah, there it is. Um, so, yeah, basically uh, 2nd to the 4th of December and when everyone. When is it usually? 
Um, it was going to be – they've moved it from February. It was going to be a yep. February event, I think. Um, they've just been really struggling. But, yeah, even um, October was – usually it was set in the calendar at one stage. So they're just trying to work in, I suppose, with yep. the um, COVID regulations. <sighs> but when we talk about favourite events, how often does it come up on our show? Chopped. Chopped. Yeah, so. and a lot of people – I've never been, but I guess I can go now. What's the cutoff? Um, for the year for the car, yeah, 65. 60, oh, I can go now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm just you might have to change your wheels up, mate. You might have to put some steelies on it, you reckon? Yeah, the center lines wouldn't be accepted yeah, well, up. I don't know, might leave no you. Adelaide hubcaps, yeah, you'll have to apply. So there you no. go. <laughs> um, just a quick shout out to Heathcote Park Raceway. The work going on up there is unbelievable. I had that down too. The barrier, oh, yeah. barrier upgrades, yep. No, um, what's his name, Lance? Lance yeah. Warren, he's doing a Unbelievable job of kick, kicking that thing in the guts and um, holding nationals up there this weekend, actually. Yeah, and then the top, yeah, the top fuel nationals are coming up there too. Yeah, he's bringing some stuff there, so um, good on him. Anyway, yep. that was just a side note, but you've you had that covered anyway. Yeah, no, I definitely had that down there as well. Um, I had a mention of the Brisbane Auto Mall, which was on page five as well. Yep. Um, which looks like just, yeah, basically an all-encompassing what, $1 billion project. All revolving around test tracks, and mm. they're looking for an event operator. So it's pretty exciting to have such an investment going into the car side, mm. I guess. Um, yeah, and talk about event coordinating and that too. So it might be accessible. Yep. So yeah, no, good one there. Didn't go very far from there. I went to page six because we had a top fuel calendar. Oh yeah. Yeah, which ties into the Heathcote Park mention as well. <coughs> Um, round four, April 9th to the 10th, Heathcote Park Raceway. Might have to try and get up there. So that's what all this barrier work, that'll be the culmination yeah. to get them onto that calendar, which, yeah, again, really impressive. There's something about seeing those things in the flesh. I haven't seen them since I was a kid, like, you know, teenage at Calder Park. We used to go to the um, the Nationals at Calder Park and just seeing those things, is, is, it's just a different yeah, level. It's like most motorsports. Like you see most motorsports... In the flesh, it just—it's yeah. a completely different ball game. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw Formula One, like the F one cars. It's like you got no—you've got no idea of how fast they're actually going. Nah. And then, the, and then you go see the MotoGP, yeah, at Phillip Island, and there, you, I did the you same. You can't comprehend. Yeah, I did the same <laughs> on the Gold Coast at the IndyCar, mm. just to be walking along, and they're just on the other side of that barrier when they come yeah. buzzing past. You get a real just, feel for it. You don't understand. You see it on the tally, and they, they just don't look fast until yeah. you see them in the flesh. So. That's when I could have reached over a concrete barrier and tra- touched the back wheel of the jet truck when it launched oh, yeah. in the, on the Gold Coast. Haven't they seen clearly had not seen a jet truck a up there. They didn't know how far to clear the crowd. But I snapped photos as it shot past me, sucking the oxygen out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. Moving um, right along. You want to go next for something else? Yeah, I've got page ten, um, the readers forum, which is the letters. Yep. Um, basically, someone trying to hunt that old roadster down. Steve Molnar. Uh, what did I write about it? Yeah, been missing since nineteen seventy-five and nineteen seventy-six. Originally a sixties build. That twenty-eight A Roadster. But I often put, wonder whether these cars sort of appear. You see a few people wanting 
you know, dad's car or granddad's car, they have a rego or something and always, you, you sort of never hear anything where they get found. Yeah, and I suppose that's the thing, you know, like it's easy for a high boy roadster to just disappear back into the hot rodding mm. parts, but he's storing, you know, Could be anywhere. rebirthed as something else, but he put a Y block in it and then sold it on, so just interested to know what happened to it, so... As we'd use our little power in our audience and see if anyone could identify that car. Mm. Yeah. What do you got for us next? Well, one? I just went to, uh, as I said, I just picked out a few things from their um, event coverage. And where are we? I'll go to page 31. Where are we? Yep, page yep. one. Is the Extreme Auto Expo. Yep, starting at page 28. Yeah, it starts page 28. Uh, Adelaide's premier custom car show. Yeah. Looks like a ripper event. I love that photo, the opening photo for the article. Yeah. Where we've got the 36 and the Camaro, uh, the 35 and the Camaro parked there. Because yep. love that Camaro. Yeah. Oh, well, how can you not love a Camaro, really? Yeah, but I suppose with the painted bumpers and it's sort of nearly going back in the black. All the black, blacked out bling. It sort of harkened back to those nineties builds. And just looking through, there's a, it's it's there's rods, there's muscle cars, street machines, all sorts of stuff there. But I did pick up the top is uh, the black willies. Oh yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. Channeling Mina Simo and um, and Dennis Boland as well. Matt Olver's uh, Venom thirty four was up there as well. Yep. Um. But yeah, the forty-one willies of George Paradiso, um, BDS blown and injected Brody's big block Chevy. Yeah, you know it's gorgeous. Um, once again, classic shape. Yep. Yeah, you no, know, definitely. Um, and then to my second pick on that one, back over the page to twenty-eight, and it's that main that uh, thirty-five coupe. Yeah, yeah. And that was my two picks from that little. Uh, yeah, no, coverage. It's, it's a gorgeous car, as I say. I, I like the fact that the coupe and the Camaro are in the same photo down there on the right-hand corner. They can co-mingle. Yeah, they can co-mingle for sure. <laughs> um, Brenton Dolwood, the 35, Joe Esposito, the 68 Camaro. Loved the layout of the article. Um, and the fact that it didn't have much of a blurb and then it's just all caption-based. Yeah, I think is, that's that's what I liked about it. It was just... Here's a car, here's who owned it, and here's a brief rundown of what it was. Yeah, yeah, no, really. Yeah, so it was a good layout, great spread of cars. Did you get anything from that? Um, oh, yeah, page 32 as well, yep. um, the 55 Chev Custom. Oh, yeah, with the flames. Yeah, and that grill. But, yeah, Adam Bukurski, yeah, love that car. So that was kind of probably, I suppose, the car that I picked out of that. Yep, nice. There you go. Oh, you can go next. I'm going to drag us backwards again because I always do. Page 12. Um, I've got down as the Tech Workshop by Ted Robinette. Uh, going back there, going back there. Hang on, give me a sec. Yeah, just a technical workshop article. Bucket builds. Shows the old Ian Splat bucket down there. Mentions a few upgrades and... Yeah, a few scarce cars that were built back in the day, so don't mind that. Branches onto a bit of talk about engines and early engines. Yeah, so 
did sort of. I'll probably go back to that article. I can't say I read it thoroughly. Commenced my homework two nights ago, but I don't think I. I think I, I sort of glanced at. It. I didn't read it. Yeah, it's got an article on hearth joints <laughs> connecting crankshafts, and uh, there seemed to be a lot of tech <laughs> info in the book. There's a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of info in the book. It's probably why a lot of these street riding guys buy it. I guess there's a lot of info and stuff on it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Anything else? Yeah, I've got a best build on page 34. Yep. Um, which is the 38 pickup build. Yep. Uh, I just want to work out. Yeah, it's going with a 60 thou over, 427 chev, six carbs, top loader. I love those intakes, the six individual carbies. I reckon they look great. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's just it's a cool little truck. It's going to be a good thing. So, um especially having the top loader in it. A lot of work on it. Yeah, and it's going to be debuted later on in the year, he says. But um, he actually works um, converting Jeep shifters to other gearboxes. So that's sort of a bit of a display, mm. I guess, for him as well. But, yeah, Jeep shifted top loader and four, and overboard 427 Chev. Hell yeah. Especially in a Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you sort of – it's funny, isn't it? Like <laughs> hot rodders, it, it doesn't seem to matter what – like you have a Hemi in a Ford or a Chevy in a Ford or a Ford in a Chevy. It doesn't really matter, does yeah. it, on hot rodders? But, you yeah. do that, you know, you put a 350 Chevy in, a, in an XW or an XY and all hell breaks, <laughs> breaks <laughs> loose, you know. It doesn't seem to be that, that, that care factor. Yeah, well, as I as say, much. no one's precious around what you put in a Jeep and a Nash, I mean. No one cares what goes in your nose. Yeah, well, that's true. So um, it's have to be part of that. Um, did, what did you get on Bright? On page yeah, I had a couple from Bright. I mean, hard to narrow it down because there's so many good good photos. And I said we were up there the weekend after Bright and we we did actually see a lot of the cars still there, which was good. Yep. Um, first pick for the Bright coverage, page 43. And... It is uh, the steel, all steel, Deuce Coupe down the bottom there on page 43. Oh, yeah. Um, I've seen this car. There's been that many photos of this car floating around the internet. It, it must, I'm not sure whether it not long got finished, but um, yeah, just, it's just an awesome car. Um, I'd like to keep an eye out on whether it's going to be featured in one of these magazines, I think we need to have a look at it. Yeah, 572 Q. Yeah. And just all steel, just clear-coated, I believe. Yeah. And Peter I don't know, it just, it just looks – I said I've seen uh, – while people are up there on Instagram and what you – know, people are following Instagram are up there. And yeah. The amount of people taking pictures of this thing, the different angles, unbelievable build. I'd, I'd really like to see more of that car. Yeah, no, very cool. Um, second pick was page 40, and this is a bit oddball for me because I'm not really a 56 Chev fan at all and never have been, but the 56 Chev, um, green one and grey one down the bottom. Yeah, Wayne Grimer. Um, is a bloody nice car. Yeah. I'm pretty, I could be wrong, but we went to the Vic Hot Rod show a little while ago, and I reckon this was there, and I reckon that's the first time I saw a 56 Chev that actually made me look twice because it's just done. It's it's done really well done, and I'm a big fan of that car. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I'm the same deal. It looks fat. Yeah, it looks great. Look fat. Looks great. The bling delete around. And the you grill. see, I'm sure it's the same car. There couldn't be too many done like this, but yeah. the paintwork, everything, it's it's a it's top level, top, really top level job. Yeah, no, it's really sweet. Um, and another one from Bright, still on the same page, just above it, is the uh, the, the blown high boy. Yeah, just yeah, above it. yeah. Oh, that's, that is freaking awesome. Yeah, no, that's tough. High boy tutor there. <clears throat> Love it. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, well, I went into Bright with, um, I was stoked to see in the main photo, Adrian Skirty's 60 oh, delivery. Yeah. Uh, just cool to see it, and I know a few. I know a few from Geelong that go, but I also know um, we got a fair few from Ballarat that definitely head up there. Mm. So, also a fan on page forty-one, um, Luke Pine, Nicole Gore, the Chev wagon. Oh yeah, the blue one. Yeah, no, the green one. Got the kids oh, yeah, in the back. Green. Yeah, colorblind. Oh, there you go. Um, it's sort of funny you see the the convertible Mustang in front of it. It's, it's probably parading around, having a good time as well as any any of the other cars there, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, also, page thirty nine, Terry Piles, um, thirty four coupe, the white one. Oh yeah, yep. just like that, like a hot rods in white. Pretty cool. Mm. It's a tough car though. Um, yeah, what else was I a fan of? Ricky Lynch's sixty model. Got a mention on page 40, so another local hero. Yep. You know all these people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got to shout out the occasional Ballarat Road Rider. Yeah. I remember where I came from. That's right. Um, yeah, and Cam Jones has got the Edsel, page 41. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just about. Aren't they an interesting-looking car? Look at the, <laughs> yeah, the oh, front definitely, of them. <laughs> yeah, and he's in the misled youth Australia, so we're sort of shouting out that crew. They're named after one of the Ford kids, isn't it? Edsel Ford? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very interesting car. Yeah, so there you go. Um, and that Lasab sitting above it. Yep. Always like those, the Buick Lasab, black one. Cool car. Uh, yeah, I didn't have any anything else for Bright. Oh mate, you should. Said I just thought I just, I just try and contain himself. I oh, know I just, just picked, can't. You just picked the whole book, hey. Chris. What about the never late? What about <laughs> the never the never late? Shouted out Fargo, you mate. It was there, page forty two. The little Dodge Fargo Ute down the bottom that we shared oh, in yeah. the previous yep. episode. Yes. Yep. Hard to avoid that. The top left hand corner of that page has got a Corvette pick a Corvette pickup. Yep. Fact. Couldn't be many of them around. No, no, it actually says that in the feature too, but I'm also a tragic fan of a Corvair. So I don't know much about the pickups. Are they rear engine like the Corvair? Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, rear engine, flat six. Mm. Same deal. Virtually a Porsche in a weird little ute. Yeah. So I could keep going. <laughs> um, the yellow 61 Chev, though, it's on that page. Yep. That's one of my favourite styles of Chev. And it's got to be the four-door. It's got to be the post because mm. it has that little ledge out over the back window. But mm. Chev just didn't visit enough as far as I was concerned. But um, the 63 Galaxy Ute conversion on page 43. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> that I way. just saw it there and I just just assumed it was like it was just a wagon. Yeah, yeah, no, little ute, that's pretty cool. And the Anglia above it because early Anglias are just tough. So, 
They were the things that I got out of the bright feature. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, that's good. Um, what's next? Port Ferry should be. Yep. Page 58, Port Ferry. <laughs> Opens up with a whole heap of 57 chefs. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I've got your mate uh, from the – Club Spotto. Yeah, Baden. How could I? How could I not pick a blue fifty-seven? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> and then the green one was also in Baden's uh, shed for quite a time. He's done a whole heap of work on that one too. Yep. Um, yes, I had I had Baden down um, as my pick on that page. And a quick little shout out to the yellow nomad down the bottom too. I don't think it. I didn't know the um, didn't know the owner of it. Just said it was cruising around. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's what I noticed, though, in those photos, that virtually every photo on that page, on those two pages, has got a 57 in it. <laughs> Even Baden's car lurking in the back of the buddy, the hot rods up the top corner. Yep. But, yeah, so that was pretty cool. But another event that, yeah, we definitely know a whole heap of people that get to that one. Um, I'm going to shout out the um, the Chevy pickup over the page, too. The purple one. Yep. Built by Renee Dersma. Um, it's a client's car. But yeah, he sectioned the lower body. Yep. You can see the way it's really shrunk the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the depth. And yeah, had to lift up the tub and everything on that. But I actually re- met Renee over at Rattle Clunk and Raw in Glen Rowan. Um, spent an afternoon with him for custom cars, Oz. Yep. Did a bit of a feature. So yeah. No. Well, I had three on this page, actually. I got the. the the little picture of the red blown 57 up the top there. Yep, yep. Top corner. Um, the blown XP coupe, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and well, that's sitting with um, one of the misled. Well, that's, I think he might be attached to the misled youth as well, yeah, right like with Wilson and Aaron there you go. and Michaela's um, XP. She's definitely in that club. Yeah. Sedan. And the purple juice. Yep. Um, that's a pretty cool car. It's probably apart from a model. I mean, I do love a Model T hot rod, but that that, um, that style hot rod is probably my favourite shape apart from a, a Model T. Yeah, well, I love that um, photo of the two thirty sixes down the bottom there too. Mm. <laughs> um, what else did I have? Oh, page 60, 63, Speaking of tea buckets. The tea bucket there lurking in the background. Yep, yep, definitely. Um, Sammy Cooper in the middle. That uh, that thing is carried on from last episode where I picked it for um, picks by Chatter. Had a picture of it in the rain. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, no, I want to shout out Sammy at the moment too. He's in the hospital, uh, been a little unwell, something vascular. So yeah, get well soon, Sammy. Need to see you back grinning in that bucket. Um, Craig Issel, top left-hand corner, uh, page 62. Yep. Um, yeah, doing a few pinstripes on the front oh, of that yeah. Cazzo. Yep. Mm. The Cazzo's got the French headlights too. So <laughs> that was pretty cool. And once again, uh, the coverage is just a picture and a little write-up of either what it was or who drove it, and I reckon that's good. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. It's a good way to lay it out. That Chevelle in there is pretty tough too, sitting under the buckets. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anything else from Port Ferry? Oh, that's all I had for Port Ferry. No, that's all I had in Port Ferry as well, I reckon. Um, just there, the misled youth mentions. Um, now, also wanted to go, so page 64 is another good tech article. So people yeah, are Lots of tech articles lines. in here. Yeah, that was just one on brake lines and A models. Yep. So pretty relevant to the wider audience, I'd imagine. Mm. So I reckon, as I said, if I reckon if you're actually into the hot rod and or building a hot rod, you'd get a bit out of this magazine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm not a mechanic's butthole, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what they're talking about. So that nearly brings us on to the next event, I guess. New England, uh, New England Rod and Customs Run. Yeah, I've never heard of this one. Yeah, well, I can't say that I've been following it much. Um, Once again, a lot of uh, a lot of cool examples. Story and photos by Tony Parker, but uh, that thirty-four Chev roads to pick up the red one on page one on the first page of the article. Yep, fan of that. Fan of Paul Felzon's cool uh, Oldsmobile up the top. Yep. Went to top five. That was pretty good. Yeah, all my – I had a couple of picks on page 75, which is uh, the Ratty Coupe, which is sort of down the down the bottom there. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yep, yep. Big block running gear under the hood of the Ratty 34 Chevy. Yeah, no, I definitely like that too. And uh, what else did I have? Page 75, Stuart Campbell. He's uh, 47 Fleet Line. That's yeah. a cool car. Very Nash. Looks like... Yeah, yeah Soup Campbell. Yeah, that's the Chevy version. Very uh, Nash-like. It's a cool car. I like the um, the truck, though. I was a fan of the truck down there, the 40 Ford flatbed truck on page 74. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, too. Um, that might have been about all I got for there. Yep. yep. Well, I'm out for the magazine, mate. So I'll be guided by your uh, many post-it notes. Yeah. Well, if you went to page seventy-six, which isn't far to yep. turn, you'd probably understand I had a bit of an interest in that uh, forty-six build there. Yep. Forty-six olds. Uh, some pretty good tech fab. You know. Once again, the couple of rows of uh, single carbies there doing the job. Yeah. Yeah. Little definitely. trumpets and that on it. Definitely. So, no, just enjoy seeing those close-up build features, I guess. Um, oh, yeah, 82 coming events, which, Big. well, the event's probably already been. Scotty's going to love the page flicking. <laughs> <laughs> 11th to the 13th, Young Rodders and Projects. So um, that'll have a bit of a representation from the misled youth yep. Oz group as well. Um, I think Aaron was looking to get his roads to there. Uh, Castle Main Hot Rod Centre, 11th to the 13th this month. Uh, where are we? Yeah, March 2022. So I'm just not sure. I'm so you've fallen back to our timeline. When does this episode come out? Is that still an option? 17th. Well, I had to mention it. Um, Red Centre Nats announcement, 4th of September. Australian Willies Nationals, 19th to 21st of August, uh, and Tarangower Hill Climb coming up. So now, how, many, not... how many Willies do you think are in Australia? I don't know. Cause there we... couldn't be many. 
had a local hero telling me how many were in the country and how many steel ones and how many of those he believes that he has. He thinks he's got monopoly on them. Mm. There yeah. couldn't be many. No. You'd think that would be a pretty rare car in, in Australia. I'd like to think a dozen would pull it up. But mm. Yeah, so, but, you know, I mean, that's that particular model coupe, but they Willys, yeah. Willys, oh, the Willys made a whole had, lot of cars. Had a lot of other stuff, like yeah. Willys Jeeps. There I think I'd be a lot struggle. of Jeeps there. And I might struggle harder to get people to a Nash Nationals. <laughs> It'd be you and probably two others, <laughs> maybe. Although I have seen one of what are those little Nashes, the little Metropolitan. I saw one of them at the St. Anne's Winery thing a couple of years ago. Yep, yeah, you know, that's it, yeah. Got a couple of them, got one of them at least local as well. Uh, what else was I looking at? Yeah, I found your Christmas present on page 85, probably the... My Christmas present? Yeah, there's a classic truck coffee table book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that look all right sitting on your coffee table yeah. at home. Yeah. Uh, page 88, XW. It's kind of a project. He was going to get bits and pieces to bundle them up together to sell it as a project. Oh, yeah, yep. I'm not sure whether it's still going to be sold or whether he's just forging ahead on the project, but um, Hugh Nelly, because he's virtually said that he'll be sending in updates, so might have won him over. Uh, and page 90, which... Um, Last page. Larry O'Toole article on, you know, just sort of talking about tech over trade, I guess, and... Yep. Um, Graphic art, three um, D production, things like that. It's getting insane what they can do now. Yeah, and again, not necessarily with the same you know trade basis as initially. Mm. You know, mm. there's a lot. I mean, those those door cards and everything. They're just three D printing. And, yeah, you know. So yeah, check yeah, meets trade. Bit of a crossover. Cr- pretty crazy. Definitely. Well, that didn't take too long. No, I suppose it wasn't that extreme, but. Just not too nice, bad. Just nice to see those pieces of paper and know I'm not going back to them. Yeah. Um, oh, our music chat, little music yeah. segment. What have you been listening to? Oh, well, I think you got a bit of an idea after we rolled in the Mustang together and mm. um, yeah, convinced you to pull up some Bloody Wood. Bloody Wood. Indian folk metal. Yeah, that one, Scotty? What? Bloody yeah. Wood? Bloody Wood. Indian, Indian metal. Indian folk metal. <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. They've got a documentary, Raj Against the Machine. All right, I'll check all that out. Yeah, well, they were actually recording in a little apartment, you know, a little one-bedroom bloody apartment and shooting videos, and all of a sudden they got a little bit internet famous and they actually landed a position on the open-air stage at Farkin. Yeah, this guy's got it, and they've got one of these, you know, the stand-up drum that you tap on both ends. Yeah, like the, a taiko type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, they got one guy playing that. They got a sitar, but they use a lot of those Indian folk melodies right, and build their metal out. off that. But I like what, that shit. It's different. One woman it's in the do- one I've woman in the, do- in the doco says, "I've never heard music Indian music mixed with heavy metal," and they say, "Neither, neither had we." <laughs> so they've sort of virtually created a genre. But Machi Basad is one of my favourite tracks, and they haven't had a new release track only recently as well. People were sitting up waiting to watch it. Live, but so they just. They I wonder just, if they started off like folk, and then somehow metal just happened. Oh, they were sort of doing a lot of covers too. Like they were covering a lot of metal songs as yeah, well okay. before they really got into their yep. writing. But with Marchi Basad, like you watch the official video, and it's really cool. But it's got the subtitles for the Punjabi language that you can't understand, so you can sort of follow along. And then 
when you watch the live at Vark and you could just see the energy in these guys that just landed where they wanted to be, you know. Was, All right, I'll add that to the list. Yeah, so there you go, bloody wood. So they've, yeah, they've sort of consumed me a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. Well, I'm going to be boring is um, I stumbled across Snoop Dogg. He got a new album out and it's He's been around for a while, mate. He's been around for a while, but I, I haven't really listened to anything since Doggy Style because I've, I didn't really like – I mean, he brought out some all right stuff. Doggy Style is one of my favourite albums and probably one of the all-time great rap albums ever. Yep. This new one is a ripper. I'm, yep. I've been cranking it for the last week just on repeat. Back on Death Row. Back on Death Row. B-O-D-R, so he's back on Death Row Records. Yep. And you can tell it's – yeah, it's old school Snoop. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. If you like, if you like a bit of rap and a bit of Snoop, get on it. You see him on the big stage, mate. At oh, the mate, halftime that, show. That halftime show, Super Bowl halftime, was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, didn't watch it. Didn't no. you? No. I didn't watch Super Bowl. Pur- purposely I avoided it, or yeah, yeah, because yeah. you could just look at look it up and watch it. Yeah, yeah. just yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, the highlight reel. I'm not necessarily happy that I watched it, but I did look it up. And yeah, it. no, I mean like. As we go through this music little segment, the listeners will realise that I don't have a genre. I listen to anything. You do. You're an enigma. You're into everything. I, I listen. I'll, if it sounds good to my ears, yeah, I'll listen to it. Yeah, I, don't I, give a shit. I mean, I'm a bit the same too. People but, reckon I'm sort of defined by I metal. I did say. I mean, I'd, no I, one was promoting metal when I started bringing metal bands to Ballarat, and I enjoyed the challenge of getting them into pubs that didn't want them. You know, that was always a big part of it for me. But I do have a pretty broad scope. Mm, yeah, I, I go from one one to another. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really follow the NFL. I used to years ago, like years and years ago back, you know, I think Don Lane used to have it on Monday nights or something like that. But anyway, and um, I didn't even know who was at the halftime show and a mate of mine messaged me said, oh, did you see um, Dre and Snoop at the halftime show? So, YouTube, bang, there yeah. you go. And, yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. I mean, Dr. Dre, he's, he's pretty he's pretty clever. Yeah. Um, if you look past his NWA stuff, I mean, mind you, that was excellent. But yeah, he's producing and the way he, way he makes music is yeah. – um, he's con- on another level, that bloke. Bigger contributions than just the man and his music. Yeah, he does some pretty amazing thing. And just, you know, you have Eminem, Snoop, 50 Cent. Everyone's yeah. paying out on 50 Cent because he's – yeah, put on a bit of weight, and it's like, well, come on, <laughs> he's living the life. He's in he's, the good paddock. You know, it was what twenty. <laughs> when did uh, Shorty had your birthday? I've never been yeah, a fifty yeah. cent fan, but you know, he came milk. out, and everyone's he's like, I yeah. mean, if he's like fifty something, it's like, shit. If I looked like that at fifty, I'd be pretty damn happy. Yeah, I he's not that. ripped. He's not a ripped teenager anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I bought that album. Yeah. I didn't like. Not say I didn't. I don't. Hate it. I just never sort of got into. It. I was sort of out of rap at that time. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Now Snoop, B O D R. Yep. Get on it. Very cool. But uh, apart from that, that's probably about it, is it? Yeah. Guess so. Wraps up episode twenty. We pushed her right through twenty. I've got a band for you. Yep. Go for it. Eskimo Callboy. <laughs> Eskimo Callboy. <laughs> now I've never heard anything like it. It's like. Metalcore meets dance. Mm. Yep. German guys. And I can't really explain it. You've got to see the videos because they're tongue in cheek. They're like um, Steel Panther. Yeah. 
<laughs> but on crack. <laughs> what does Eskimo call boys? And you've got to look. You got to um, YouTube the song. I think it's called Pump It. Pump it's it. hilarious. The video clip is just truly funny. But they're very good musos, even though the, the music's a bit um, cheesy. Yeah. Well, it's exactly like Steel Panther. They're all yeah, yeah. excellent musos. <laughs> oh, incredible. It's <laughs> like that Ted Nugent I fell on the other day. Uh, look at the American campfire. I'm like, it just sounds like Tenacious D to uh, me now. Un- Uncle Ted. Uncle Teddy. <laughs> and i just got to say, I don't know how the producer ended up with the shittiest mic here. Um, <laughs> this $30 J-Car mic, probably not serving us too well when you've got the top-of-the-line road mics in front of you. I'm going to say too good to us. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But you've got the shitty cans. They're, they have to be the most uncomfortable-looking things. I think they're bent. This one's no, just, that's just the way they came. just the way it is, isn't it? They're <laughs> shitty. So I might I'll be just, trading them up for I, you. I will note that you don't have the weird-ass voice that the, the producers seem to have on. It's like, yeah, I just looked it up on Google and there it is. <laughs> Calm there, down, Jamie. There you go, Joe. There Calm you down, go. Jamie. And the, the fellow that does... Um, <laughs> Fella does armchair experts the same. Rob Wobby Wob Wobby Wob. He's exactly. Yeah. It's like they all. They all. I'm not really excited to be here, but yeah, probably ease back a bit. Mm. <laughs> anyway, that's well, a wrap. I can do that's that if you got want. Got any other too. music, Scotty? No, that's it for now. I'll, if you're doing it regularly, then I'll. We got another got, episode. We got do. another episode. I've got a list. <laughs> we got another episode in three minutes. <laughs> I can tell you, I don't have a song for the one, but it's uh, it'll already. Well, um, just a bit of housekeeping on that. We need a new challenge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. New challenge. Don't know what it is, but no, have you something out there? Yeah, intro challenge. He's got the song, so we got something else, do we? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're yeah. probably right. Goodness, we yeah, might forget you to. Do some of that poetry you keep writing down. Yeah, no. Maybe AO, you have to sing a song and he has to guess what it is. Okay, now we <laughs> seeing that we're getting in the time machine from episode 20 to go and do episode 19. Yeah. I may actually, but do you think around that? <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually, on the song, we, we, we've got to do another another song. Mr. Howie wants a wife song. So. Yep, yeah. like to maybe, hear you do the wife. Maybe next time. I'm actually going to see them tomorrow. Yep. You might uh, get a bit uh, wet tomorrow, mate. Yeah, maybe. I don't mm. care. Is it talking about my broad spectrum of music? Yep. Going to see the Waves. There's, there's a few other bands playing, but could be Waves at the Waves. I don't think it's meant to be that much rain, but who knows? Doesn't matter. It'll no. be right. It's only rain. Mm. Anyway, yeah, that's enough, it. Is it? Nothing. Yeah, well, we got to the small talk. Yeah. Okay. Catch Sign you next time. Out. See ya. Mm.